I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 436 of the podcast. I am happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please get over there and bang that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action that's coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, I have an awesome guest to bring you guys today. Disney made a movie about his life, which was released last month on Disney Plus, titled Safety. Ray Ray McElrathbay joins me on the podcast today. Ray played college football at Clemson University, and the Disney film Safety details the journey of Ray taking custody of his little brother, Faymar, who was headed for foster care due to their mother being placed in a mandatory rehab. Ray hides his brother on the campus, and as friends and teammates begin to discover his secret and start helping him out, the NCAA gets wind of this, and their rules prohibit what it considers boosters to student-athletes, and Ray was in danger of losing it all, but he took on the NCAA in a case that was made famous and the premise of the phenomenal Disney film. Ray took care of his brother, and his brother broke him into the role of father, a title which he now proudly holds with a son of his own. If you haven't seen the movie yet, I highly recommend it. It's a great movie to watch with your family. It's an honor for me to have Ray on the podcast today. Ray Ray McElrathbay will be here with me in just a few minutes, so please stick around for the interview. And today's interview with Ray Ray McElrathbay was recorded on video and is available for you guys to watch on my YouTube channel. So if you'd like to watch today's conversation, please subscribe to First Class Fatherhood on YouTube. The link to that is in the description of today's podcast episode. Okay, and next week we're going to go from the college football field to the wrestling ring. WWE superstar AJ Styles will be joining me on the podcast. WWE Network just premiered a special untold AJ Styles Royal Rumble debut that's now streaming. AJ is an awesome guy and a first-class father all the way, so don't miss our conversation next week heading into the Royal Rumble on the WWE Network. All right, make sure you guys follow me on Instagram at Alec underscore Lace for all the upcoming guest announcements. i got some big ones on the way. If you guys are enjoying the podcast, please consider leaving me a rating or review on iTunes. It really goes a long way to help me out. And as always, guys, please help me spread the word about the podcast. Every father in your neighborhood or in your contact list, let them know about the show that's here celebrating fatherhood and family life. Fatherhood rocks. Family values rule. And every day is Father's Day right here with me. And I'm going to be right back with Ray Ray McElrath Bay. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. Ray, earlier this morning, I got her into a 30-day inpatient program. We'll be placing Faymar in foster care. Can't I just have a family member watch me? It's cool. She'll be getting back to school anyway. I'll be good. Wait. I'll take him. I had to bring my little brother to live with me on campus. I had to look inside, find the motivation. Clemson has given me the opportunity to change my life. My coaches, my teammates, these men are my brothers too. History in the making. Safety, now streaming on Disney+. Plus. Joining me now, First Class Father, Ray McElrathbay. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Hey, how y'all doing out there? All right, let's start like this. How many kids do you have and how old are they? I have one biological son. Uh, he's seven, but I have several uh, kids that I guess I take responsibility of, uh, probably a, another three that I take responsibility of in a sense, somewhere form or fashion that I help with their maturation process through life. And then there was my brother who I had custody of. I have custody of two of my siblings, but they're now grown. So I guess you, I'm not sure if you still uh, classify as kids or not. Uh, of my, uh, I'm not sure how to label it. 
Because even when I did have custody of them, if someone asked me if I had kids, I always asked her, yeah, kind of. <laughs> so, kind of, sort of. Yes, but I, I, my dad was that type of person. Uh, I didn't realize till I got older, but um, where you, you take on a lot of kids that they might not be biologically yours, but in, in the sense of responsibility, you still have children. Yes. Yeah, very well said. And if you could, Ray, just take a second here to hit my listeners with a little bit about your background and what you do. Huh. Well, uh, I'm Ray Ray McAreth Bay um, from the movie Safety, uh, most infamously uh, right now. That's what I'm known for at this very current moment. But I'm a father, a son, uh, a brother, um, a friend and all those great things. And um, I'm in this unique position because of the manner in which I came up in the village that raised me in the fathers and father figures that uh, contributed to my life. And um, the movie is about me raising my younger brother while a freshman. Well, it was my sophomore year, freshman freshman year in Clemson uh, as a football student athlete. So um, I raised my brother got a, a bunch of press due to the situation and, and the manner in which I was raised and the things that I was able to accomplish up until that point in this point in my life. So um, that's just a few things about me. If there's a, I can get more specific if you need me to. Yeah, no, listen, the story is incredible. And what I find odd today, a lot of young couples, what they'll do is they'll get themselves a dog or a cat to try to simulate themselves as being a parent, which I find a little awkward. You had a, a real trial and run at this with your uh, with your younger brother coming up. What? How did becoming a, a father, a biological father, how did that kind of change your perspective on fatherhood and what made it um, uh, different for you than raising uh, your younger brother? Um, there's not too many differences. As far as I was concerned, um, I guess there there's a, a sense of more ownership uh, when you have a biological son, because uh, you know from from the Rudy to the Tootie, from the start to the finish, um, I have been contributing my son's life. So there are some different expectations that I have as opposed to when I received my brother or when I gained custody of my brother due to the fact that. I understood that he had been through different things and had seen different things. So he wasn't necessarily prepared as I would say my son or used to my used to me as my son is. Um, but becoming a father, man, is uh, one of the greatest joys of my life. Um, um, uh, I heard a quote where, you know, your kids are, you know, it's, it's are, is your heart walking around outside your body unprotected. And um, I think that's that's I guess the best analogy for it because I feel like that with my with my son, um, it's just my heart outside my body, just you know, doing this thing, running around, um, trying to enjoy life. And um, it's, I think there's no greater joy in the world than becoming a father, and the contributions you can make into your child's life, and not only to the world through a child, uh, are significant as well. So it's been one of the greatest things I could ever be a part of. Yeah, really good stuff, Ray. And uh, I remembered hearing this story a while back while this was going on. What was the what was the genesis of uh, Disney approaching you for the movie? How did that all start to come about for you? Well, Disney didn't come along into the picture until 14 or 13 years after, you know, the story broke. Um, The producer who I worked with, a gentleman named Mark Chardy, had done films for Disney prior to doing my film with Disney. But um, Disney initially 
um, passed on it because there was, uh, I guess, the, the question was, what will we end with? Because it was my life story, but at the time I was 19. Um, so it was a, a interesting, but I've done movie, I mean, movie deals with several studios before Disney. So it's just been a long process. Uh, just got to kind of sit and wait and hope for the best for the most part is you can shop your story as much as possible, but a lot of times it's a process and the, the producer told me it would be a process and I'm glad we finally made it to the other side of it. Yeah. And, and now did you have any kind of input or say as to who would play you in the movie and how did you uh, feel about the, the actor Jay uh, that portrayed you in the film? Well, I got to consult on the movie uh, from start to finish so uh, I watched the audition tapes of everyone who auditioned to play me. There were about 300 guys that auditioned for the role. Um, and then there was a short list. And then from the short list, well, I didn't have the final say of who they picked. Uh, they let me, you know, um, add my little two cents. And the director was always, um, what's the word? He was always welcoming with any suggestions that I had as far as what I would like to see done in a script or what I would like to see done in a movie and just things that were either true or not true or things that were a little bit too much and or not too much. So um, I was pretty involved and I also got to play a part in the movie there as well. Yeah. Awesome. And one of the parts that hits me, I'm a recovering alcoholic and an addict myself. And one of the parts really hits like seeing the, the scenes that they, they play with your mom in it. And it's I know just I try to compare it to being at the bottom of a swimming pool. When you know you run out of oxygen, your only thought is getting up and getting air. It's not about your family. It's not about your mortgage, it's not about nothing other than getting air. And that's kind of what it was like as an addict when it comes to that tunnel vision. Uh, when you're in it. So I, I really related to uh, some of what was going on there. What is, how is your relationship with your mom now and how is she doing today? My mother, my relationship with my mother has always been great. Um, even through the tough times and, you know, every day, as, as you know, as an, as an addict, that, um, that it's a process that is every day, every day is, um, and so just getting through the day is always the goal. And she's been doing pretty well. <clears throat> Considering everything that's going on, a lot of attention has come away, and she's uh, she's taking it in well. And as far as the addicts parts uh, in the movie, I felt like due to it being Disney, there were some things that couldn't necessarily be touched that I would have loved to delve into because a lot of people going through that situation um, feel alone. And uh, I want them to know that they're not alone, even because you didn't see a whole bunch of more tough times as far as addiction is concerned, which I think is important because uh, I don't think the the world as in general understands that fight and, and what it takes for those individuals like yourself to go through that fight. And, and it's every day. Yeah, I'm glad that the film does touch on it a little bit because really alcohol and drugs really are crippling our society. And I think one of the other things, I mean, on my podcast here, I talk about all the time is the fatherless crisis. We got a real fatherless crisis with too many kids uh, growing up without a father or a father figure in their life. And that takes a toll on our communities as well. And who, who is it? Uh, and I think the film shows an importance of having a father figure as you were to your younger brother. Who would you say were your um, father figures that you had in your life uh, growing up, your positive uh, male role models?
All right, dads, if we learned anything this last year, it's that building health and immunity is more important than ever, and that all begins with what you put on your plate. Belcampo is on a mission to revolutionize the meat industry for the well-being of people, the planet, and animals by farming meat the right way with certified humane, regenerative, and climate-positive practices, which means it's better for you, the planet, and the animals. That's a trifecta that I'm proud to be a part of, and right now, First Class Fatherhood listeners can have Belcampo sustainably raised meats delivered right to your door using my promo code FATHERHOOD at belcampo.com forward slash fatherhood and get 20% off your first order. Go visit belcampo.com forward slash fatherhood, use the promo code FATHERHOOD at the checkout, and save 20% off your first order at Belcampo. American Trader, a Pike Logan novel from New York Times bestselling author Brad Taylor is now available wherever books are sold. It is already a number one bestseller on Amazon. Tap the link in the description of today's podcast episode to pick up your copy of American Trader, a Pike Logan novel from first class father Brad Taylor. And who is it? Uh, and I think the film shows the importance of having a father figure as you were to your younger brother. Who would you say were your um, father figures that you had in your life uh, growing up, your positive uh, male role models? Well, I had a, a team of maybe 10 to 15 guys that were contributors in my whole maturation process. Um, from my coaches, from the first coach that took me in, he was my 10 and under football coach. And, you know, he took me in for for what I because I guess he saw something in me and um, he loved me and, and he took care of me. And that was one gentleman. His name is Marcus Causer. Uh, that was my first coach, my AU basketball coach, a gentleman named Tony Hill, my high school principal, a gentleman named Tyrone, I mean, Tyrone Smith. And then there's a Tyrone Hill who was a mentor, as well as a gentleman named John Bell, who was very instrumental throughout my life as well. It was just a bunch of guys. Uh, and I can name 15 other. I had an attorney who looked out for me, a gentleman named Max Hirsch. And he was, and he has always been there for me to give me any advice needed. And But that village, along with a bunch of different other coaches and administrators that have been involved as well. And not to say all the people that reached out from Clemson and the Clemson family and fans and Everyone else. Uh, it's been a it's been a long ride. It's been a process, and I was uh, very well helped. Yeah, awesome. And, and bringing it back into you as a father here, what type of disciplinarian are you as a father? Um, as a, a personal trainer uh, is, is is my background. So a lot of my discipline is what they call opportunity, and so it's not necessarily as um, uh, I want to give it a negative con- negative connotation all the time. But this is your opportunity to get better. So you did some things and here's your opportunity to make things right, to fix some of the things that you made wrong. So um, as a disciplinary, I'm pretty I'm pretty a little crazy. I'm a little crazy, but it's more so just um, training. And so um, push up position, bear crawls, up downs, jumping jacks, squats. That's typically how I have to discipline as far as um, I'm concerned. I typically don't do anything physical as far as touching is concerned. Um, I, I figure I, I, it's not necessary because I'm, I'm here every day as far as I'm concerned. So there's no reason for me to put my hand on because you can tell by my facial expressions uh, if I'm um, bothered, per se. So 
Yeah, I'm more of a, I'm pretty crazy as a disciplinarian, but more <laughs> it's a activity as opposed to um, physical punishment. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I got four kids myself, so I'm definitely a little bit uh, uh, all over the map when it comes to discipline. Each one seems to respond to a little bit of a different uh, disciplinary finesse, uh, 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 so be it. So uh, yes. it's definitely learning what, what works best for each kid. Sounds like coaching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and what would you say? What was you saying? And what would you say are the top values that you hope to instill in your in, in your kids growing up? Um, perseverance, uh, vulnerability, because um, I have a son, and I, so often I was taught growing up that you had to be tough all the time, and it was due a lot of times due to my situation and things that I was going through, and so there was there was some parts of me that needed to be extra tough, but. Um, as a grown-up, I realized that that's, um, that part is not necessarily needed. It was needed for what I was going through, but not for everyone. So my, my son doesn't have some of the same hang-ups that I had when I was younger. So he doesn't need to develop survival skills. Although I would love for him to have survival skills, but just in the manner in which I developed them, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want him to go through it that way. Um, so um, they're... they're and a million of uh, virtues, uh, patience, um, empathy, sympathy, all those things just um, are all things I want my son to understand and, and know how to work within those parameters and use those feelings to make his life better. Yeah, really well said, Ray. And how how about the, as far as the uh, relationship between uh, your brother Faymar and your son? What's their relationship like? And what did Faymar think of the film? <sighs> Faymar, Faymar loves the film. Everyone loves the film. As far as Faymar and my son, Faymar lives in South Carolina, so unfortunately he doesn't get to see him every day. But they have a great relationship. Um, but Faymar has helped me as far as parenting is concerned because I was more of a disciplinary, more of a strict, spare the rod kind of guy during the times I was raising him. And he told me as a grown up that I didn't necessarily have to be that way all the time because he, he said there was sometimes he felt frightened or scared to, to open up to me because that's how I kind of was dealing with him at the time. And it wasn't, it wasn't right. I apologize for it, but uh, it's something yeah I try to take, you know, acknowledge with my son. Yeah. And it's, it's one of the things that I discuss with my wife, too, is like when we are disciplining, we don't want to go too hard over the line where it's because now my oldest is a freshman in high school. We want them to be able to come to us and be transparent about the things that are going on. And I feel like if we push that too much, they'll start to withhold information and stuff like that and not want to come to us, which I think would really be, um, you know, a detriment to all of us. So, yes, yes. Similar, similar thought process here. Yeah. Well, listen, Ray, you've had all this success already here with the film and everything else. What's kind of next for you? What kind of projects or goals do you have uh, coming up here? Well, there's the book. Um, I'm doing a book about my life as well. That'll be a, a lot more in depth than the movie could possibly cover being on Disney's platform. Um, <laughs> I have a foundation. I started the Ray Ray Safety Net Foundation. It's at RayRaySafetyNet.com. And it's basically geared towards helping individuals like myself and families like my family who who have a, a hint of dysfunction, but with the right guidance could could come out and make uh, the world a better place. Um, I started a trucking company. It's safety freight and I move freight 
throughout the country uh, using 26-foot box trucks. Um, I started, um, I've been speaking, but I'll be doing that a lot more given the platform that I have now. And um, so I'll be doing a couple of speaking arrangement uh, engagements uh, four or five times a month, hopefully, is the plan. And my passion is investing, so I, I like doing that as well. Yeah, very good. I'll definitely drop a link to, to the foundation in the description of this uh, podcast episode so my listeners can tap the link and get over there and check it out. I think it's uh, we're blessed to have you. Uh, I think it's really awesome. Your voice is so well needed right now in our society. So it's good to see people like you out there spreading your message uh, of positivity. I think it's great. And, and the last thing I want to hit you with here, Ray, I love to ask all the dads that I get on the podcast, what type of advice do you have for that new dad or for that about to be father who's out there listening? Start with yourself. Um, similar to when you're on a plane and they tell you to put your gas mask on first before assisting others, it's, it's the same process in everything, I think. Um, before you, you, if there's an issue with your child, see if there's an issue with you first, because normally that's a reaction off of something that you have going on. So um, I'll give an example real quick. Tamar wasn't doing well in school when I first uh, got custody of him. And I went to my main mentor, a gentleman named Jeff Davis, who I failed to mention. I do apologize. But he told me, he asked me a question. He said, well, Ray, have you been helping him with his homework every day? Um, have you went to all his parent-teacher conferences? Have you reached out to a tutor to get him any help? Have you asked him, did he need any help? And for all those answers, um, my answer wasn't yes. So he said, it sounds like you wasn't doing the things that you needed to do. And as a child, they, they, they get their cues from you. And so my also uh, what's big is expectations, because far as your child knows, you're their God on earth. You're their person of contact. Um, you're the person that tells them whether or not the things that they're doing in their life is OK. So have have great expectations for your kids. Dream big for them so they can know to dream big for themselves. And that will be my advice. Yeah, awesome message. Uh, I, I love I love the content here. Uh, it's an honor to have you on the podcast. Ray Ray, Michael Rathbay, you're a first-class father all the way. And thank you for giving me a few minutes of your time here on First Class Fatherhood. No problem. Thank you. Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. I got to give a special thank you once again to Ray Ray McElrathbay. That was so cool. Please hit me up on Twitter, guys, or drop me that DM on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. I always love to read your feedback. If you have not yet checked out Safety on Disney+, Plus, I highly recommend it. Once again, the link to the movie is in the description of today's podcast episode. Make sure you guys are following me on Instagram at Alec underscore Lace for all the upcoming guest announcements. Next week on the podcast, WWE superstar AJ Styles joins me right here on the podcast. I'm Alec Lace. Thanks for listening to First Class Fatherhood. And please remember, guys we are not babysitters we are fathers and we're not just fathers we are first class fathers